And Woo! we're rolling. Please hurry up. Damn airplane. Because they had all day to do this. Correct. They ain't have to do it right now. They had all day to fly over this one particular part of town. Are you done yet? <laughs> Are you done yet? <laughs> no, you still going. <laughs> Hurry the hell up. Uh, they don't the want us to be great. sounding. I don't think I ever heard a jet this long before. Right. Still going. <laughs> This echo, I cannot. Bruh. Y'all literally had all day to do this. We went to the store. Like, we came back. You cooked? <laughs> right. <laughs> we was trying to put decorations in the house. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Just when you thought. Right. Oh, child. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to the season finale, season one finale of the Excessively Black Podcast with your host. I'm Angel. And I'm Joy. We are so excited to have y'all here, but you know what we gotta do first. Hit the music. All right. Well, welcome, everyone. We're so excited to have you. Yes, indeed. As we said, this is the season finale. Season one Ooh, finale. We what? made it, bro. Bro, what? We made it. A whole season. Oh, how? A whole how did we season. <laughs> Remember when it was just a thought, a concept? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Like, it was just a concept. Mm-hmm. And now we won season in. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And we have something tangible to yep. show the work that we've been doing. That's right. That's right. And we, good. we've talked about so much. Yeah. We even have. in one season. Like, yeah, we really have. Like, first, we talked about what does this podcast even mean? What does yes, it stand yes, for? Yes, we did. Then we navigated our way to talking about. Right, which we still having that concert, and and Rihanna's return to music means that we're getting that much closer. Okay, good point. I mean, let's talk about it. Good point. I mean, <laughs> we manifested that. We did. We like, do you see how the, the the dots are connecting? Like, we manifested we did that. that for okay. real. You know, and then wow. We had a wonderful guest speaker. Yes. Lauren Weathers, the icon. Yes, period. Co-host of Reclaiming Jane podcast. Yes, indeed. And what else we do, Joy? Uh, we also asked the audience, <laughs> did you take the chicken out the damn freezer? <laughs> did and you? we had to make a public service announcement yep. <laughs> to remind all of our listeners to go take the chicken mm-hmm. out the damn freezer. So if you're listening right now. Take, Go the, take chicken the chicken out, out the, the damn, damn freezer. freezer. <laughs> <laughs> what else? What else? And then we got to talk with Lauren Gaines, mm-hmm. our good friend who is a fashionista. Mm-hmm. And she came on the show, talked about all her hot takes. We found out how she decides on her wardrobe, mm-hmm. her seasonal wardrobe, and everything like that. It was a great time, a good a kiki. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always a kiki. 
Um, and after Lauren's episode, we talked a little bit about self care, mm-hmm. which was one of my, you know, favorite episodes. Yeah, it was uh, a good episode. If you need any tips on how to uh, focus and prioritize your self care routine, definitely mm-hmm. go check that out. We mm-hmm. have a couple of tips for you there. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and yeah, what else? Yeah, we then navigated to talking about all the changes in the air and all the changes that we literally manifested because they came true. Okay, like go let's back talk and about listen. It. Let's talk go about back it. and listen to that. Because everything we said was mm-hmm. coming came. came. And it. And then lastly, our last most recent episode was the wonderful review. Also one of our favorite episodes with yes. our good friend Zell. Yes. We had the review of Jordan Peele's phenomenal film, Nope. Yes. Part one and two. So if you haven't tapped in, <laughs> we gave you two parts because we talked so much. A and we wanted to break it harder. up. Yes. Like, what are we doing? Yes. That was definitely my most fun mm-hmm. episode absolutely i definitely enjoyed that one so yeah. if you haven't watched nope yet mm-hmm. one what you doing right. what are you waiting for right. two go see it yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> three go listen to the review <laughs> because i promise you you will enjoy it and we talk about a lot of things we probably could have had another hour talking about mm-hmm. it to be honest but what we did cover was really in-depth and thorough and it answers a lot or we tried to answer a lot of the questions mm-hmm. that we had about the film so. yep 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 so that brings us to a new episode and a new day yes season one finale but you know, we always got to start off the same way before we even announce the topic or say what the topic is. True that. We always start the same way. So, Joy, what is the most excessively black thing that you have done this month, this week, this year, <laughs> this lifetime? <laughs> okay, so excessively black thing I've done since the last episode, um, I'm going to have to go with... This presentation that I mm-hmm. recently did for Birthright Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Birthright Africa is the organization that I was blessed to go to Ghana with. Mm-hmm. Um, and my cohort is called the Black Highway. And I was inducted as an alumni oh, into the Black Highway mm-hmm. um, on yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was so excited to share my presentation with everyone, uh, which was essentially a reflection of who I was before. Uh, going to Ghana, who what happened, what were pivotal moments during the trip, and also how has that changed the trajectory of my career and my life, and what aspects of that trip really stuck with me. Um, and so I shared with them, um, well, for starters, <laughs> I opened up with a reality <laughs> TV confessional oh, too skit. Good, too good. Um, and if the audience wants to see it, I, I mean, just <laughs> let me know and I, I, I'll post it. But, uh, I really wanted to get, you know, I wanted to get everyone's attention on me as a creative person. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, the title that I now go by is creative director, mm-hmm. which is something that came to me during the trip. Period. Um, and I talked about that and how I was kind of lost, not sure where to fit myself into, like, in, in terms of talking about career. Like, what, how do I summarize what I do? Because mm-hmm. I have multiple disciplines i i I really like couldn't condense into one box all that i do right and um jadena essentially was like you know what i feel like creative director is what is given you know right and that was like my life shifted in that moment Mm -hmm. and it all made sense and i was like oh you can just be a creative director like (laughs) 
and that's your that's your thing. Yeah. You you just be creating a bunch of stuff. <laughs> like that just made so much sense, and I felt mm-hmm. so at ease with that. So I was able to reflect on that yesterday and uh, announce that I am launching a, a digital, uh, virtual, creative magazine. Yes, and yes. it is called Dualism Creative Magazine. Um, you can find us on Instagram mm-hmm. at Dualism Creative Magazine. I will push for people to call it DCM. Mm. Because I think it has a ring to I it. I do like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, DCM is coming. Uh, look out for the launch. It's happening soon. Mm-hmm. I ain't got, I ain't got no date yet, but you know, just look out. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> okay. If you don't follow me on socials, what you doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at j o y e p a t e. And that's where you'll find more information about that. But yeah, I'm really excited that I was able to share that and get inducted into the Black Highway uh, as an alumni. And we'll see where it goes. Yeah. I get to do some volunteering with them soon. Mm -hmm. That'll be really exciting. Um, And just being in community with all these great people that I met. I mean, I'm just... I'm really excited. That's that's I love it. how I'll sum that up. Yes, I love yeah. it. Okay, wonderful. What about you, Miss mm. Ma'am? <laughs> well, for me, I recently had one of the blackest experiences <laughs> that I have experienced in quite some time. Um, so growing up, right, again, born and raised in Atlanta, we all know this. Um, mm-hmm. but <laughs> Growing up in Atlanta, right, like, there's very much a big band culture, very big black culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and two of the blackest places in the city are Morehouse College and Spelman College. Period. And, you know, Morehouse and Spelman, HBCUs, they, Morehouse is for all men, Spelman for all women. Um, and I realized I had never been to a homecoming before of Morehouse and Spelman. Mm. And I'm like, all my life living in this damn city, I ain't never been to a Morehouse Spelman homecoming. And I have mm. people who have gone to Morehouse and Spelman. Mm. So it's like, what am I doing? Mm. So one of my really good friends and I, we were in Atlanta for the weekend because we were going to the Lizzo concert. Period. And we were like, okay, her her dad had actually graduated from Morehouse. And so he was like, oh no, like, I'm gonna be here with my brothers. He's an alpha. I'm gonna be here with my brothers. <laughs> like you, you all should come to the tailgate, you know, whatever. We're like, we ain't got nothing better to do. So, like, I guess we will be going to the tailgate. So, we, on a whim, the night before we were supposed to leave, we are like, okay, I guess we're going. So, we signed up, went to the tailgate. It started off kind of rough. I ain't going to lie. Mm. Apparently, this was the first year that they had tried to do the tailgate in a way where you had to buy tickets before. Oh. And then enter in. And you had to, like, get wristbands and all this stuff versus just showing up to the okay. tailgate. And so, it was a hot-ass mess. Okay. I ain't going to lie. You know? they, they messed up. They messed okay. up. Okay. However, once we finally got in... <laughs> It was fantastic. Okay, great. It was one of the best experiences ever. Like we, we because her dad was an alpha, we were able to go to the alpha tent. We passed mm. by all the other Greek orgs, all the other you know regular school orgs and stuff like that. Hat tents and alum organizations, and we're passing out. There's a swarm of people, just black people everywhere. Mm. Okay. Mm. Anyone you could think of was there, and it was fantastic. Now I ain't gonna lie, I am salty because. I did. I saw mostly black people. There were a couple of white people there. I was very confused. But it. the one white person that I really wanted to see was Angelina Jolie because her daughter <laughs> goes to Spelman. Her daughter is a Spelmanite. Yeah. So why is it that I couldn't see her? <laughs> where was she at? I was there for mm. like three hours. Like, where are you? So anyway, I'm so sorry for your loss. Right. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, but no, but again, that aside, like it truly was one of the best experiences that I've had in a long time being surrounded by just 
a whole group of black people always. Now it was a little crowded. We had to like squirm through the audience and we were very much, you know, we was packed in there, okay? They did not have space for a tailgate of that size. <laughs> but we cannot was... escape, we cannot come out. <laughs> Like a pack of sardines. Right, right, right. But we were like, you know what? We're gonna have fun anyway. We did. There was music everywhere. People dancing, having a good time, drinking, food. It was fantastic. That's so good. I will be back again. <laughs> That's awesome. You making me feel like I really missed out. Well, I was seeing posts on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I'm I'm lying. I definitely was not on Instagram. I was seeing <laughs> tweets <laughs> about the homecoming experience for people. And this one person said that they went to. Uh, a, a homecoming or a tailgate or something in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He didn't say which one mm-hmm. he was at. We know where he was. But I was like, you probably was at, yep. you know, that one. Mm-hmm. And why he got in the fight with them old people? <laughs> now he got in the fight. He did. I'm saying, like, I'm saying old people, but I mean them old heads. Yeah. Like, he got bust upside his head for real. <laughs> got to a fight. With the old heads. I'm sick. <laughs> and I was like, oh, they was lit. Mm, no, they were. People were drinking. Good lit, time. Lit. There was drinks everywhere. So I'm yeah. like, okay, I think I do want to be a part of the mm-hmm. festivities. Right, right. Whatever is going down. Yeah, yeah. Um, I might have to make my way next year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. With who? I guess with you. Yeah, you no, go. I'm gonna be there. So yeah, yeah we can roll up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, so anyways, all good stuff, all good stuff. And so that's wonderful. We are still excessively black, always and forever. Period. And now we can transition into our topic for our season eight finale, season season one finale episode. Yeah. Which I'm is excited. talking about, first of all, being black, always. Always. But being black and learning how to navigate entering a professional workspace. Correct. Correct. And when we say this, we're not saying that you have to change who you are to be professional right and fit the white man's idea of what is right what is what is wrong in the professional workspace right which we could talk about right but what we're saying is we want to give you tips to help you as you are entering the workplace because both of us recently went through interview processes went through all these things about getting new jobs and stuff like that and we have some tips that we just want to make sure that y'all are aware of because we've heard stories we've had tips ourselves yeah. we've experienced it ourselves <laughs> yes. and we know it goes both ways but we're like on our own as a people we can we can be great and we want to help y'all be great Correct. And right now, I feel like, you know, a lot of people are transitioning, whether you are like me and you were doing freelance and now you're trying to enter back into the professional work environments and or you just are ready to switch jobs. You're looking for a change in your work environment, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. We want to give you some tips mm-hmm. on how to approach that so that you can put your best foot forward. And once again, we're going to make it very clear. Mm-hmm. Listen. Listen very clearly. Right, open your ears. We are not telling you at any point to stop being black, mm-hmm. to stop acting black, Period. to exchange your blackness for professionalism. Period. None of the above. Mm-mm. Okay. We are simply giving you tips on how to approach the space mm-hmm. from the perspective of a person who's trying to enter a workspace. Right. That is just it. It's just about manners and mm-hmm. respect and etiquette, interview etiquette, mm-hmm. things like that. So that's where that's where that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're coming from a place of love. Mm-hmm. Um, if trying you, to help you. Right. If you <laughs> if you need these tips, 
and you know people who also need these tips, please put them onto this episode. Mm-hmm. We're trying to just give y'all free game. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's really it. We're just trying to give y'all some mm-hmm. free game, how to navigate this process. Yep. So let's dive in, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the first kind of basic thing that we want to talk about is simply interview etiquette. Yes. Okay. So you, so let's say you've applied for a job. Okay. Mm. You apply for an opportunity and they're like, you know what? You are so great. Let's do a phone interview or let's do an in-person interview or let's do a Zoom interview. Correct. Okay. Let's talk about some interview etiquette. So what's your first kind of tip when you think of interview etiquette, even before starting the interview? Even before starting the interview. Hmm. I don't know. Gee, boy, let me think. (laughs) How about you show up on time? I think that's really important. Right. Why Why do you have someone sitting there waiting 15 minutes for you? The, the interview, only 30 minutes. <laughs> Correct. Why is it 15 minutes in and you still ain't show up? <laughs> but you're supposed to have a 30-minute interview. Come on, bro. Unacceptable. Come on now. And you just have to be respectable of people's time, Correct. point blank, period. Correct. Like, in terms of us, again, we're not trying to preach professionalism mm-hmm. uh, professionalism at you from the standpoint of, you know, you got to act civilized no, around these white no, folks. No, no, that's not what we're saying. That's white supremacy. That's what With we're talking anybody, about. With anybody, you know, even if it was your close friend, mm-hmm. Respect goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Showing up on time is just a way to respect other people mm-hmm. in the process and, you know, showing them that you mean business mm-hmm. about this. You wouldn't want them to, you wouldn't want a, anyone to waste your time. Yeah. I, me, personally, <laughs> I can't stand when someone wastes my time. <laughs> you know? I can't do it. Like, if, if I'm saying, oh, we're going to meet at this time. Now, I understand if you text me before or email me before, hey, just letting you know I have a little emergency or I'm running late or whatever. That's fine. You gave me a heads up. Yeah. But communicating. If I, you know, but if I'm sitting there, it's 9 a.m. And we're supposed to have an interview at 9 a.m. And you don't show up or email or nothing until 9.15? You know. It's a wrap for you. Honestly, by 9.05. Look, that's what I'm saying. If I haven't heard mm-mm, from you. Mm-mm. What, at what point do you expect me <laughs> right. to sit there and wait for you Correct. without you saying something? Correct. Some people will wait, mm-hmm. but you can't expect people to wait. Correct. So it's best mm-hmm. to just show up on time. Show up on time. Set the alarm. And if, mm. if you're running behind, yep. always communicate. It's better to over-communicate than yep. to not communicate. Absolutely. And then along the lines of interview etiquette, once you're starting the interview, you want to make sure that you're present. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you're in a room by yourself or in a room where it's quiet. Yeah. If somebody is knocking on the door or trying to come in, don't talk to them. You better tell them <laughs> to leave because you got to interview. You got to get this money. You got to secure a bag. <laughs> okay. Like, tell them to move. Okay. Yeah. You shouldn't. We like if, if I'm on the receiving end or if I'm the person that's doing the interview. Right. I shouldn't hear you keep keying in the back with your friend. Right. Right. Or with your mom and them. Right. That's just, you're not focused, Mm -hmm. or at least that's what it reads as, right? Right. You're not focused, you're not present in the moment. And if you can't dedicate literally 30 minutes Mm -hmm. to being present in the moment with me, then what like you're setting that that bar for yourself with how you'll handle the work day Mm -hmm. are you going to be able to focus on the work that you need to get done are you just going to let you know the key keys get the best of you (laughs) (laughs) right right and again right like 
when we think of interview etiquette and just being present in the moment, like we should be present all the time in the moment, no matter what we're doing, right? It's not specific to interviews, but when we think of trying to get a job or trying to go into a, you know, workspace or career, we have to be present at all times, even in the jobs that we do. So even once we get yes. past an interview stage, you still have to be present. Yes. So the best way to do that is to start now. Right. Start early. Start the minute. Right. Start the minute that person's like, hello. First question. <laughs> <laughs> right. And don't be shy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like. Don't don't be shy. Yeah. You know, really speak up, mm-hmm. be loud and proud, um, and just own the space. You mm-hmm. know, this is literally your chance to vouch for yourself. Right. So do that loud and do it proud. And yeah, just yeah. yeah. I know. I use every time I know when we used to work at at our university, we used to always say to students, you know, like you are your biggest cheerleader. Correct. And if you not cheerleading, they ain't cheerleading for you. Okay. They try they gonna move on to the next person once you're done. Okay. So you are your biggest cheerleader. So yes, just like Joy said, put your best foot forward, do what you gotta do, you're gonna be all right. Right. So then once you have started your interview, right, and we talk mm-hmm. about interview etiquette, what happens during the interview? So right. our second tip. <laughs> and I think, honestly, that, that was a good transition we mm-hmm. just had because part of it is bragging about yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay? When you're in the interview, the last thing you want to do is have is not talk about you. Mm. Okay? If you're like me, mm-hmm. and sometimes you find it hard to brag about yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I said sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Don't don't be shy. Yeah. This is literally your chance to mm-hmm. talk about yourself and the work you've done previously. Mm-hmm. So please always brag. You know, they want to know what you've done. They mm-hmm. want to know what you're capable of. And anything less of that is shorting yourself. Correct. You, you, you're doing it to yourself if Correct. you don't. Yeah. And so you want to make sure that during the interview, you answer the questions that are being asked. Yes. Now, yes. Let, let's pause for a second. Black people, you know we love you. But sometimes when we talk and we're trying to answer a question and it requires an example of something, we tend to ramble. Yeah. Yeah. We'll give an example and then some. Yep. 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 Because, <laughs> you know, we feel like we have to overcompensate. Mm. And so we have to give our whole life story so that the person mm. on the receiving end knows the background. Right. But they're not asking for your background information. <laughs> <laughs> That's something you can tell them once you get the job. Okay. okay. Once y'all are co-workers. <laughs> but we're not asking for your background information when we just said, what does this job mean to you? Like, yeah. <laughs> like why do you want this job? Well, I want this job because back in 1998, <laughs> I'm like, girl. Like, we don't need to know that your grandma used to have to walk barefoot. Yeah. To the corner store to pick up groceries for you and your brother. And then when she got home, the stove wasn't working. Listen, we understand everybody have their struggles mm-hmm. coming up. But when it comes to an interview, baby, mm-hmm. and they ask you a question, you got to stick to it. Mm-hmm. Stick to it. Get mm-hmm. to the point. Yep. Be concise, which is the next point. Yep. Be concise. Yep. Always say what you need to say mm-hmm. and then get it out the way. Right. Don't be afraid to elaborate, mm-hmm. to clarify something. Yep. That's fine. Don't ramble. Just say what you need to say. Make sure you've answered the question. Be concise and given that answer. And mm-hmm. make sure that everybody understands your answer when you're done. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you want to make sure, too, that 
you're able to give it on the same vein as like providing clarification. Mm-hmm. You always want to make sure that, especially if it's a question that's like, can you provide examples? Again, going back into that, bragging about yourself. You want to provide proof of what you're doing and what you're talking about right. as it relates to the question. Right. Oh, you know, show me an example of a time you did X, Y, Z. Okay, well, here are X, Y, Z examples. Right. But again, it's only for clarification and it still should be a concise example. Yes. But one thing I also think, kind of on the flip side of that too, because one thing I'm just thinking of like working, or um, not working, working with students, but also in the experiences that I just recently had with mm. going through interview processes, um, is that sometimes we feel like we're talking too much. That's true. But- we're not because we're trying to get the example across, right? Yes, that's so true. So sometimes it sometimes it is we actually are rambling and we need to stop and be quiet and, and be concise. Mm-hmm. But other times it could be that there is this like weird imposter syndrome happening in our in the back subconsciously in the back of our minds mm. where we think because we're we're giving very specific examples that we're rambling. True. And we we get in our head that's like, oh, I guess I should be quiet now. Cause I I've, I feel like I've talked too much. Right, right, right. That's a great point. Um, and a lot of a lot of black people struggle with that. Mm-hmm. Um, don't come on here talking about something. Well, well, white people struggle with it too. We not, We're not listen. About you. Focus, <laughs> focus. Tomato, a lot tomato. of black boo. <laughs> not strong enough. Brick, 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 brick. <laughs> <laughs> like we do. Like it sometimes it's to a fault where we mm-hmm. think that we're doing too much, right? Mm-hmm. And I think one way to know whether or not you're doing too much is to know whether if if you forget what you're talking about, you rambling. Yes. Yep. If you forget why you're saying what mm-hmm. you're saying, you're rambling. Mm-hmm. Always remember why you're saying what you're saying so that you can connect those dots. Correct. If at any point you forget why you're talking about something, you're probably rambling mm-hmm. and you need to go back to square one. Yeah. And, you know, I will say this. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the interviewer will say, let me know if you need me to repeat a question. Yep. Always ask them to repeat the mm-hmm. question if you need them to repeat the mm-hmm. question so that you can avoid rambling yep. because you don't forgot the question. Correct. Correct. <laughs> I know from experience. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> ask them to repeat the question, especially mm-hmm. if it's a two-parter, mm-hmm. because you want to make sure that you can really process the question, understand, know your approach, mm-hmm. find that answer in deep within your brain and say, okay, I'm going to talk about this for this part and I'm mm-hmm. going to talk about this for this part mm-hmm. and make sure that you keep on track. And if you start rambling, you'll know because you, now you're forgetting what you even talking that's about. That's right. That's right. And you want to make sure that you're confident in your answers. Very So confident. I feel like that's the next part of this too, is that not only can you be concise, specific, provide clarification, right? Mm-hmm. Don't ramble, right. <laughs> but be confident in your response. Absolutely. Because an interviewer can spot your lack of confidence from a mile away. Absolutely. And they can hear it, even if it's like a phone interview, they can hear the lack of confidence in your voice. That's true. So be confident. Every single one of you going through a process like this, you have skills and you are qualified for that job. You have to think that in your brain and in your heart and in your mind. And move forward with that idea that you are Mm -hmm. because you are. Right. I saw this. That reminds me. I saw this tweet the other day. This person was like, if Chris Pratt can voice Mario, you (laughs) can apply for that job. For real though. You can apply for that job. For real though. And you can get that job. For real though. But that's exactly what it is. It's like, (laughs) if these white people can be out here doing anything, getting away with anything, applying for any and every job and getting it, then so can you. 
Yes. Now, we're not saying that there aren't barriers that, you know, we all know there are barriers that stop us from getting to where we want to be. Yes. And we have to work twice as hard to get there. Yes. But when the opportunity comes up, make sure that you put your best foot forward. You are confident. You yes. do what you got to do. You secure that bag. Period. Period. Because you can do it. Mm -hmm. You can do it. And a lot of, and that's, that also reminds me about networking in general, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Like making sure that you network a along the way because that's such a, that's how white people get forward. That's right. It's who you that's know. That's how they get forward. Mm -hmm. You do the best you can in your interview, but it always helps if you are already networking mm -hmm. along the way. I was given the tip uh, to, well, by Angel, mm -hmm. to af uh, after you've applied for a job, ask for an informational interview. Mm -hmm. Start making those touching base with people then yep don't necessarily wait to the interview before right. like that that doesn't have to be the first time you speak with someone right you know so network get to know people and let them get to know you beforehand that's mm -hmm. like that's always a, pu a that's plus right. a perk mm -hmm. because then they can still vouch for you, you that's know? right and that i was literally about to say they can still vouch for you because even if you don't get that job that you're applying for the fact that you did your due diligence throughout the process means that they can always come back to you that's true it means they could always be like, okay, you know what, Angel? We didn't want you for this position, but there's this other position okay. that we think you would be great for. Okay. Okay, don't take every no as a no never. Mm -hmm. Sometimes mm -hmm. just no, not this one. Correct. Okay, but no, but we got something else. Mm -hmm. Okay? But if you think no me no, like, dang, I ain't worth it. Like, mm -hmm. I, I'm just not good enough. And you start talking down on yourself, then you shutting those doors yourself. That's right. Don't be the reason why the doors are shutting That's on yourself. That's right. Get out don't of your own way. Get yeah. out of your own way. Facts. So then, now that we've talked about that, right? So we've talked about, again, you want to be concise. Don't ramble. Don't give your whole life story because they ain't asking for that. <laughs> be confident. Do networking. Practice that interview etiquette even before the interview starts. What about when interview's over? Right, right. Like, other than the big sigh of relief that you can take <laughs> once you wrap it up, <laughs> what happens when the interview's over? Like, what do you do? Right, that's a good question. What mm -hmm. do you do? Well... One thing that I always think of is I always love sending follow-up emails, thank you emails. Um, and because, here's the thing, I think that thank you emails sometimes, I feel like thank you emails have become common knowledge enough to where a lot of people expect a thank you email. Mm. There used to be a time where if you would send a thank you email, people would be like, I, okay, like that's kind of nice. Mm. Like, thank you for that little extra touch, you right. know? But nowadays, it's kind of mainstream mm. to send a follow-up or send a thank you email after you you are done with an interviewer. And so, why would you not do that? Right. <laughs> Might as well. Right. Cover if, all your bases. Look, exactly. And if everybody else in their mama is doing it, why would you not do it? Right. That's the wrong way to stand out. <laughs> right. Right. And again, because the thank you email, can, it's, it doesn't even have to be long. It can be a very simple, you know, and, and, oh, here's the thing. It can be very simple, very short and sweet. I want to thank you for inviting me, the, giving me the opportunity to interview with you. I love talking with you about this. If you had a panel of interviewers, right, so multiple people right. that you interviewed with, send them all an individual email. Right, not a, not a CCBCC. No, <laughs> don't do that. Not, not reply to all. No. <laughs> all an individual email. And in that email, it's important, too, that while you're on the interview, you're listening to what your interviewer is saying. Correct. Because you want to identify something that was said in the conversation. So, for example, if me and Joy just got done with an interview and Joy was like, oh, yeah, you know, I just got back from Ghana, like all this stuff. Then in my follow up email, I would have said, 
You know what, Joy? Thank you so much for the opportunity to interview with you. It was so fun talking to you about Ghana and your experiences. Right. I hope I look forward to talking more about with uh, talking more with you about them someday. Yeah, yeah. Boom, done. Short, yep. sweet, three sentences. Yeah, impactful. Correct. Yes. Correct. And yes. it's something for that person to hold on to. So again, why would you not do it? Right. <laughs> That's a great point. That's a great point. I. I yeah, <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree with you on that. Uh, don't be, yeah, don't be the reason that you don't send it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Write down a reminder mm-hmm. if you need to. Right. Uh, put it in your calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the question I have mm-hmm. is, what's the time period for following mm-hmm. up? Great How question. How late is too late to follow up? How early is too early to follow Great up? Great question. So, I will typically follow up anywhere in between like twelve and twenty-four hours after. The interview has happened. Okay, yeah. Now, depending on who you're talking to, some people might be like, well, I send it immediately after the interview's over. That's too much. <laughs> to me. I think so, too. <laughs> to me. <laughs> now, bit, again, there are, people, look, there are people out there who are like, no, no, no. Like, send it two hours within, the, you know, like, within two hours of you doing the interview. Okay. If, that, if that's what floats your boat, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not saying that that's wrong. Correct. Not there is no wrong, wrong answer no, here. No, However, for the maximum mm-hmm. effect. Right. <laughs> I would recommend or I would think and hope that you would do 12 to 24 hours. And the reason why I say it is because one, it gives you time to process what just happened. True. It gives your interviewer time to process what happened. Yes. And here's the thing. By the time your interviewer is done, they probably have already made a decision on whether you're going to go to the next round or you're going to get the job or whatever the case may be. Right. However, when you send that thank you email, if you make it as thoughtful and as sentimental as you can, you say what you need to say. That potentially could change their decision. That's true. Depending on what the what the thank you follow up email says. That's true. So again, you want to give them time to process, give yourself time to process, and then you send the interview uh, the right. follow up email and say thank you so much. Blah 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 blah. And you don't wait. You don't want to wait too long mm-hmm. because. If there's ever a, ch- a chance for you to impress them and have them change their mind about you, it's within 24 hours, That's okay? Right. That's you don't right. want them to go ahead and say, okay, well, that was, it was all right, but <laughs> then it stand out. So, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pass them, but they don't, they don't actually s- send that email mm-hmm. until tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you didn't send that follow-up email until two days later. Right. Then you really out of luck because right. maybe the list was done. It was done. But maybe that email would have changed their mind. Mm-hmm. You don't know. So you don't know. wait. Yeah. Don't wait till this. Two and three days later, <laughs> it's all news and, at that point. Right, and here you go moseying on into the inbox, talking about some. Well, thank you so much, girl. Think of it like maybe I forgot we had this interview. <laughs> baby, okay, you the doing the whole okay. line. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh-uh, uh 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 uh. So yeah. So anyways, y'all. What we're saying is that we want to give y'all tips. And that's what this episode episode is all about. It's just giving, starting to help y'all give tips. And one thing we, we said from the beginning of this podcast was that we wanted to talk about not only, you know, regular like world things that are ha- like things that are happening in the world and things that are happening in our lives. But we also want to do stuff to push our people forward Correct. and to help our people and bring unity to, to who we are and who Correct. we can be. Cause we know that we're all great and we know that we all can be great. We just have to rise to that potential that right. we already have within ourselves, whatever that potential is for you, whatever you're doing. Yes. 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 So that's why we did this. <laughs> and we recognize like we're doing this for those reasons but also we recognize that not everybody has had the same opportunities mm, or yep. resources as we have had. That's right. Both me and Angel had tons of resources mm-hmm. preparing us to enter into the workforce. That's right. Neither one of us 
needed mm-hmm. like to to go, sit down with somebody right. and go through interview etiquette right. before all these series and rounds of interviews now we got that years ago that's right when we was an undergrad mm-hmm. in high school even probably right right but everybody don't have that type of opportunity mm-hmm. so here we are trying to give you the best of what we have right now just so that you have something to go based off mm-hmm. of now i'm not about to say hit us up for a mock interview I, I ain't even about to say that. I'm look, not right. gonna hold you. Well, I don't know if I could fit that in my schedule correct, right now. Correct. However, <laughs> look online and see what resources you can find for mm-hmm. free. I'm sure there's tons of TikTok videos. Mm-hmm. TikTok, look, don't sleep on TikTok if you don't have the app. This is not sponsored. <laughs> if you don't have the TikTok app, I recommend you download it just so that you have access to all that free mm-hmm. knowledge. Like it's so much content on TikTok. I can't tell you how many times I've scrolled and I've seen somebody giving interview tips mm-hmm. for free. Yep. Like it's there. The knowledge is there for you to receive for free. So definitely use your resources that you have there. Right. But if not, you know, we got you as well. Right. Because we know you probably using TikTok anyway, looking at your little dog videos and dance videos. I just videos. know y'all on TikTok. On, I just know, know y'all on TikTok. So. <laughs> but also one thing, and, and as we close out here, one thing I did want to say too, in addition to using TikTok as a really good method of getting some of that information, y'all, please don't sleep on LinkedIn. Okay, mm. please. And here's what I'm, I'm going to say. Because I only use LinkedIn for professional work. Right. That's the only purpose that it serves me. Right. That's what it's designed to do. Right. Please, for the love of everything wonderful in this world, create a LinkedIn profile. <laughs> if you are a person that's trying to get interviews or trying to get back into the job market or whatever the case may be, create a LinkedIn. Because I promise you, everybody and a mama who's in the professional world is on LinkedIn. Correct. And I was able to get a lot of different opportunities from past things because of LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is a free resource. Yes, they have like a premium you can upgrade, but don't do that. Use the free resource. You don't need all that because the free resource does everything that you'll need it to do. Correct. And it offers an opportunity to do all the networking that some of y'all need to have the access to the resources that we're talking about. Correct. Don't sleep on LinkedIn, y'all. I I have to agree. Now, I don't always get on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. and update the people on what's going on. Mm -hmm. However, as soon as you as soon as you have something worth sharing, you should share it on LinkedIn. Yeah. If you got a promotion, share yeah. it on LinkedIn. If you got the job in the first place, right. update your LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Let everybody know where you're working at now. Right. You never know right. what connections you'll make through that. Or it could be I'm looking for a job. They right. have that feature. They on literally LinkedIn. you need the job. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, I'm place. open to work. That's what they A lot of people say. go straight to indeed.com. Right. Baby. Okay. Put indeed.com to the side. <laughs> Go make you a LinkedIn account. Go search for you a job mm-hmm. in LinkedIn. Make sure your resume is up to date. Mm-hmm. Upload it. Right. And you can apply there as well. Right. If you don't find nothing there, <laughs> sure, you can go back to your Indeed.com. Yeah, yeah. But you can do it all mm-hmm. in LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I mean, Netflix got like 2,000 jobs listed <laughs> right. on there. Literally. Netflix. Every day. <laughs> that, like, you could work for major brands mm-hmm. through LinkedIn. If that's what if that's what you want to do, it's right there. Yeah. You just got to sure. go for it. So again, that's why we did this. Yeah. We want to give access <laughs> to resources that we have already been privy to, but we know not everyone has. Yes. So we want to support as best we can. We'll probably do a couple different editions of these because this yeah. has to be something we keep going, especially right. because, again, Joy and I have just recently gone through interview processes for a lot of different things. And so a lot of this was on our mind, which yes. is why we're sharing them with you. Um, 
And yeah, we hope it was helpful. <laughs> right. And you know, stay tuned because we'll do more things like giving tips and things, mm-hmm. but you know, we will give y'all that episode of talking about what it's like being black in the workspace. Oh, absolutely. We're going to give y'all that episode too. Just stay tuned. We got some shit to say, okay? Okay, just stay tuned. <laughs> so after you get the job, what happens? Right. All right, we're going to get we're going to give you that too. All right. So just stay tuned. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But we want to thank y'all so much for coming. We thank hope you. that you enjoyed yes. our season one finale episode talking about being black, the black, 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 black. I'm black, <laughs> black, black. <laughs> oh, and we hope y'all come join us again too. The next time we see each other, we'll be on season season two. two. Like, can y'all believe it? Season two. Wow. What? <laughs> Hey, man, if y'all are enjoying the show, make sure y'all like, mm-hmm. subscribe, comment, whatever. Find us on social media right. and let people know that this podcast exists. Right. Send them the link. Right. Send them your favorite episode and say, check out this podcast. Do us a, do us a favor. Right. And share, 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 share. Mm-hmm. There's no harm in sharing. You don't know if people are going to like it or not. but. Right. You won't ever know if you don't share. That's right. So, yeah, if y'all are really vibing with us and Mm -hmm. you are excited for season two and what season two will bring, Mm -hmm. definitely share. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if you wanted to comment on our posts on Instagram and TikTok, Mm -hmm. definitely do. We love to hear from y'all all the time. So. Yeah. Without further ado, it Mm. sounds like it's time to wrap this up. As you know how I'll be saying, y'all have a good day. Uh Uh-huh. If you deserve it. If you deserve it. Bye. Bye.